Hare Krishna. Thanks everybody for being here, tuning in online or on the radio. Be reading from Srimad Bhagavatam introduction today. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari. Jaya Gopi Janavarava Girivara Dari Jaya Gopi Janavarava Girivara Dari Yashodanandana Braja Jananjana Yashodanandana Braja Jananjana Jamuna Tira Jamunati Ravanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Gopi Janavalava Girivara Dhari <coughs> Jaya Gopi Janavalava Girivara Dari Yashoranandana Braja Janaranjana Yashoranandana Braja Janaranjana Jamuna Tira Vanachari Jamuna Tira Vanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jaya Radha Kalachanji Radha Kalachanji Radhe Jaya Radha Govinda Radha Govinda Radhe Jaya Jagana, Jaya Jagana, Jaya Balade, Jaya Subhadra. Jaya Gorani Thai, Gorani Thai, Gorani Thai, Jaya Gorani Prabhupada, 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 Jaya Jaya Prabhupada. Prabhupada, Prabhupada. Jaya Jaya Gurudev, 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 Jaya Jaya Gurudev. Nitagora Premanandi. Save the whole world, Srila Prabhupada Ki. Iskan Guru Ki. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories and glories, beautiful feet of Shishi Guru and Sri Gauranga. Thanks for being here. We've started the glorious Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, again. We've gone all the way around. When I first joined, first started coming in the 90s, I guess it was mid-early 90s, we had just started the first Canto. So it took that long (laughs) to go all the way through the Bhagavatam. 18 years or so. So... Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Introduction, by His Divine Grace, Shila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shila Prabhupada Ki. So we're not really repeating the Sanskrit. We'll just, I'll just read through once the first text, 
And then we'll start re- hearing from the introduction, if that's okay. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Tri Sargo Mrisha Dhamna Svena Sada Nirasta Kulakam Satyam Param Dimahi And that's, uh, let's read the translation. Oh my Lord, Shri Krishna, son of Vasudev, O all-pervading personality of Godhead, I offer my respectful obeisances unto you. I meditate upon Lord Shri Krishna because he is the absolute truth and the prime evil cause of all causes of the creation, sustenance, and destruction of the manifested universes. He is directly and indirectly conscious of all manifestations. And he is independent because there is no other cause beyond him. Excuse me. It is he only who first imparted the Vedic knowledge unto the heart of Brahmaji, the original living being. By him, even the greatest sages and demigods are placed into illusion as one is bewildered by the illusory representations of water seen in fire or land seen on water. Only because of him do the material universes, temporarily manifested by the reactions of the three modes of nature, appear factual, although they are unreal. I therefore meditate upon him, Lord Sri Krishna, who is eternally existent in the transcendental abode, which is forever free from the illusory representations of the material world. I meditate upon him, for he is the absolute truth. Lord Sri Krishna Ki! Srila Prabhupada Ki. So we're for, so fortunate, aren't we, that Srila Prabhupada came to America and brought this Srimad Bhagavatam in his translation and brought the Krishna consciousness movement to the West. Uh, it's, none of us would be sitting here together if that hadn't happened, right? So we're so fortunate. We want to thank Srila Prabhupada every minute of every day, give him our thanks and praise and uh, thank him so sincerely for bringing Radha Kalachanji, all the deities, establishing this temple, establishing all the temples all over the world. It's uh, beyond astonishing what Srila Prabhupada did. It's incredible. And his uh, benediction to mankind, uh, to this universe, is unparalleled. So kind, so much mercy, so much understanding. So we're so fortunate to get to read his uh, Bhaktivedanta purports and introduction, introduction to the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1. So we're at page 18 of the new edition, and so we're going to read and discuss the, 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 the paragraphs as we go. That's how we've been doing it uh, to this point for the introduction. So, Srimad Bhagavatam introduction. The Lord posed himself before the Bhattacharya as a foolish student and pretended that he heard the Vedanta from him because the Bhattacharya felt that this was the duty of a sannyasi. Who are we talking about here? Which Lord? Who, who The Lord posed himself before the Bhattacharya. Who is, he, who, is, who is that? Sam, do you know? It's, well, it's Lord Chaitanya. It's Lord Chaitanya. And... We're reading uh, in the introduction to the Bhagavatam, Srila Prabhupada gives quite a long discourse on the life 
time, the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Ki. He is the uh, uh, Krishna himself who comes in the form of his own devotee to teach how to be a bhakta, to teach uh, that the goal of life is to become the devotee of Krishna, to become the servant of Krishna. And so uh, this is very nicely uh, summarized, Lord Chaitanya's pastimes and the, the highlights of what Srila Prabhupada wants us to know about Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes. He's going to discuss coming up uh, the Lord's interactions and discourses with other devotees. With uh, we're, we're starting with uh, Bhattacharya, and then we're going to have uh, Ramananda Roy and the Atmaram verse explained. And so <clears throat> this is very, very wonderful. We get actual quotes quotes of what Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had to say. Especially, uh, this is helpful for us in defeating Mayavad philosophy, right? The Mayavadis are very powerful. They say that God has no form, right? How can all these forms, all the forms that we see, come from something that has no form? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> no. God is a person, right? And the impersonality comes from him. The impersonal is a expansion from the person of the Godhead. It's not the opposite way around. It's not that an impersonal God can take a personal form when he chooses to. And that's what a lot of impersonalists think. They think that Radha Krishna pastimes are just for uh, neophytes. And that it's uh, it's something that actually the highest knowledge is God is impersonal. Well, this is just patently ridiculous. And so we're going to hear how uh, Krishna explains, as Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he's going to explain that um, the Bhattacharya uh, um, has just given he's he they're, they're, he's just given his discourse on Vedanta. And, and Lord Chaitanya says, um, well, I understand Vedanta, but I don't understand it after your explanations. <laughs> and so let's read what he says. <clears throat> the Lord, Lord Chaitanya, posed himself before the Bhattacharya as a foolish student and pretended that he heard the Vedanta from him because the Bhattacharya felt that this was the duty of a sannyasi. But the Lord did not agree with his lectures. By this, the Lord indicated that the so-called Vedantist among the Sankara Sampradaya or any other Sampradaya who do not follow the instructions of Srila Vyasadeva are mechanical students of the Vedanta. They are not fully aware of that great knowledge. The explanation of the Vedanta Sutra is given by the author himself in the text of Srimad Bhagavatam. One who has no knowledge of the Bhagavatam will hardly be able to know what the Vedanta says. The Bhattacharya, being a vastly learned man, could follow the Lord's sarcastic remarks on the popular Vedantist. He therefore asked him why he did not ask about any point which he could not follow. 
The Bhattacharya could understand the purpose of his dead silence for the days he heard him. This showed clearly that the Lord had something else in mind. Thus the Bhattacharya requested him to disclose his mind. Upon this the Lord spoke, spoke as follows, My dear sir, I understand the meaning of the sutras like Janmari, Asya, Yataha, Shastra, Yontivat, and Atato, Brahma, Jignasya of the Vedanta Sutra. But when you explain them in your own way, it becomes difficult for me to follow them. The purpose of the sutras is already explained in them, but your explanations are covering them with something else. You do not purpose, purposely take the direct meaning of the sutras, but indirectly give your own interpretations. So let's read, uh, let's talk about that so far. The, uh, the Lord is indicating that <clears throat> the Bhattacharya is, is adding, is covering over the understanding, the clear meaning of the Vedanta as given. The Vedanta sutras are meant to help us understand the Vedanta. They're, uh, summaries, right? And so if you take the meaning of, uh, it, 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 the meaning is there, the, the understanding is there and it's perfect because it was written by Vyasadeva, Lord Vyasadeva. And so Mayavadis, they take it and they turn it on its head. They, they put an interpretation over it. And this is the, uh, fallacy of someone who tries to take something and, 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 uh, Repeating it in their own words, but doesn't, when they don't understand it perfectly, they can't explain it. And the reason they can't explain it is because we're in a situation where they do not have a, a guru in a line of the bhakti yoga sampradaya. If you try, if if you read Bhagavad Gita and you study it before you meet devotees and you try to explain it, you will not be able to understand it or explain it properly. You have to be in line with a authorized sampradaya with and the best sampradaya is the Brahma Madhvagodiya sampradaya, right? Because that is the, the sampradaya of the devotees, the personalists, the devotees that worship Krishna as a person and perform the yoga of devotion. The yoga of devotion is bhakti yoga. And so it, it, it becomes, uh, clear it becomes very clear when you begin to study scripture that the persons that are also studying it and trying to explain it most of the time don't know what they're talking about. Unless they have guru, unless they're in line with the spiritual master, they don't get the ability to be able to explain the scriptures properly. And this is the prob, this is the problem of Bhatt the Bhattacharya. He is a Mayavad sannyasi. 
And so he's speaking with Lord Chaitanya, and he's saying, you know, you're such a nice sannyasi. You're obviously self-effulgent. You're a special personality. But why are you dancing and chanting Hare Krishna? Lord Chaitanya says, I'm a fool. My spiritual master told me, just chant Hare Krishna, dance and ecstasy, honor Prashad. And so the Bhattacharya says, no, you have to study Vedanta. You have to listen. So so he he forces Lord Chaitanya to sit and listen for days, right, of his discourse on Vedanta. And at the end, the Bhattacharya says, don't you have any questions? And the Lord says, no, I already understand Vedanta, but I don't understand it the way you explain it. He said, you are, you are, let's read exactly what the Lord says. I can't, I can understand the meaning of the sutras, but when you explain them in your own way, it becomes difficult for me to follow them. The purpose of the sutras is already explained in them, but your explanations are covering them with something else. You do not purpose, purposely take the direct meaning of the sutras, but indirectly give your own interpretations. And so this is pointing out the uh, the principle that you have to hear from uh, an authority. You have to hear from an authority who is in a line, a direct line of guru-disciple, 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 linking you directly to Krishna. If you want to understand bhakti yoga, if you want to understand the principles of uh, spiritual life, the bhakti path, which is a difficult path. It's not an easy path. But you know what? Nothing is easy in the material world. Nothing is easy. There's going to be difficulties no matter what we do. You can't do anything without there being some difficulty. So why not do everything for Krishna? Give it up. Give up your anxiety. Give up your anger. Give up your frustration. And just accept that there will always be difficulties. No matter what you're trying to do. You may get a small bit of time where things are easy. Where you can relax. Where you get a vacation. Or you get some time to do nothing. Oh, I can't wait to have some time. I do nothing. Why? Because we think that that's, that's enjoyment. Which is it's merely just the, just the cessation. Just not having any more difficulties. Anything more to do. But that's not real bliss. That's not real enjoyment. And the real enjoyment comes from bhakti. From actually... Uh, following the path of Krishna consciousness and being able to understand the higher principles of what our life is for. Our life is meant to dedicate ourselves to the Hare Krishna movement and perform devotional service to the Lord. And this is what Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is came to preach. He came to deliver this knowledge, this knowledge of the bhakti path. He came to deliver this to the fallen conditioned souls of the age of Kali Yuga. And so the difficulties that we're finding uh, uh, were in difficulty. The, the Others are in difficulty. And so people decide, well, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to read some scripture. I'm going to read Bhagavad Gita. I'm going to read the Bible. I'm going to read the Quran. And I'm going to get uh, knowledge that will help me to... Uh, not be unhappy anymore. And, and I'm going to be so in live and I'm going to tell everybody what I understand 
about the scriptures. But you, it, it can't be explained properly unless somebody is in a line of guru and, and disciple, of teacher and student. Teacher and student. And, and then it's not just a matter of the, the actual, uh, you know, some will say, well, I had a teacher. But if your teacher's imperfect, if he doesn't understand it, what can he impart unto you? You have to have a perfect master. You have to have a master that follows the Vedanta, that follows the scripture, that follows the path of bhakti yoga. And such a personality is a divine grace. A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada is in a disciplic line. His spiritual master was in a disciplic line that that relates directly to Lord Krishna, the Brahma Madhva Gaudiya Sampradaya. And this, when you're plugged into the Sampradaya as a member, as a disciple, as a as a disciple of Srila Prabhupada when he was here, now as a you can become a dis, a grand disciple of Srila Prabhupada. You can become a disciple of one of his disciples if you choose. And there are other gurus out there still in our line. And then when you do that and you take initiation, you can then, it's, it's a special mystical thing. Boom. You get the ability to explain the Bhagavatam, to explain the Gita, to preach Krishna consciousness in a bona fide authorized manner. And if you follow the instructions of your spiritual master and of the disciplic line and of the acharyas, you won't change anything. You will be able to explain things properly. You'll be able to explain things according to time, place, and circumstance as your preaching duties uh, appear before you. And you won't, you, because you'll be studying, chanting, understanding Krishna from within the heart, Chaita Guru, Krishna from without, the spiritual masters, our, our associates, our friends, the devotees, guru, sadhu, and shastra. Shastra will help us to be able to uh, conceptualize, to be able to, uh, to take in the Bhagavatam, take in the Bhagavad Gita. And by our chanting, by our association, by our purification through the bhakti yoga path, no meat, fish, or eggs, no gambling, no intoxication, no sex outside marriage. We're able, by chanting 16 rounds, we're able to understand this knowledge perfectly. And then we can impart this knowledge perfectly. And so, it, 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 it you know, I, I tell this story a lot. When, uh, when uh, His Holiness, uh, it's one of the early disciples of Srila Prabhupada, and I'm trying to think of his name. Umapati. When Umapati Maharaj first, you know, started to associate with the devotees and associate with Srila Prabhupada, he said, Srila Prabhupada would be preaching from Bhagavad Gita, and he said, we all had read Bhagavad Gita before, but none of us understood it until Srila Prabhupada explained it. Until they had Srila Prabhupada's Gita, Bhagavad Gita was not understood properly. In as it is, as it is, as Krishna presents himself, it's not understandable. Why not? You know, other people have translated Gita. Can't they? If you don't understand Krishna, you can't give Krishna. If you don't understand Krishna, if you don't understand the Gita from having learned it, 
from someone else who understood it purely and perfectly. You can't impart it purely and perfectly. And, and, and the good thing about it is if you're part of a disciplic line, even if you make mistakes, Krishna will, you won't actually, you won't make mistakes when you're trying your best sincerely to convey the knowledge that you've understood. Krishna helps you. You will get proper knowledge. You'll be trained up properly in Krishna consciousness. And then you can impart Krishna consciousness purely because you become a via media of the mercy of Krishna that comes through the spiritual master, through the disciplic line. And so we have to uh, take initiation from a pure devotee. We have to take initiation from a representative of the Brahma, Madhvagodya Sampradaya, and understand who are our forebears and what they did and how they lived and their teachings and their, and the, uh, and understand the teachings of the Acharyas. And we don't have to go and get the books of the previous Acharyas. We have our Acharya, Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada came at the time he did as a special incarnation of Krishna's love and mercy, empowered to preach Krishna's love the 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 uh, uh, way to love God purely in line with Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teachings, and so we don't have to. Uh, uh, Prabhupada wrote his purports; he wrote his translations with Krishna directly telling him what to say. And we we know uh, Krishna, Prita uh, Prabhupada is very humble, very humble soul, but he he was uniquely empowered. To preach in this age to us right now in just a way, just a nice way that we can understand, right? We don't have to go back 500 years and, and say, well, what, what were the teachings then? I want to read the teaching that, that was another time. And the, and the Acharya's teachings, Sri the Prabhupada has read those and synthesized it and then gives us just, just the right way for us to hear it, right? Because it's, it, time changes. Circumstances changes, time, place, they're different, and different situations require slightly different teaching. It, the teaching itself, the basic principles are never changed, but they have to be given in such a way that the local populace can understand it for themselves, right? Because there's different different levels, there's different peoples, there are different ways, that there are different levels of sinfulness that they're undergoing, and so how do you attract, how do you attract someone to this knowledge when they're meat eaters, gamblers, intoxicators, woman hunters, woman killers, baby killers, uh, mass murderers, uh, genocidal murderers? I mean, we're seeing this even today. The, the, the propensity to fall into complete illusion and to become totally demoniac is, is, is always there. It's constantly happening. So w- what happens? You know, does, does, does Krishna say, they're just demons, let them rot in hell? No. Krishna says, I'm gonna come as, as the most merciful incarnation to deliver these fallen souls because it is the most degraded age. It is the most demoniac time. Kali Yuga. Kali Yuga, the dark ages. We are in the dark ages. And all the things we read in the Bhagavatam, all the things we read in Gita are true. It's telling us. This is a dark age. This is a time you cannot trust your leaders. You cannot trust this, this demonocracy. Democracy is just demonocracy. There's, because 
men who men and women who are not qualified become uh, are are elected to posts by others who are just as demoniac and crazy as they are and we just we just have a new prime minister in England who's an absolute <clears throat> I don't want to say we can all have our opinions but he's not such a nice person and he's certainly not the kind of person that should be leading a country you know, no way, no how that you can say the greatest person, who is the best person in England right now to rule England? You know, who is the best person right now in the United States that should be the leader of our country? Whoever those persons are, they are not in power, okay? <laughs> they are not in power. Why? Because special interests take over and they want to run the country for their own special interest. And this, uh, it is, it causes tremendous, causes tremendous upheaval and difficulties for the population, for the, for the people that aren't cared for properly by a benevolent, loving leader that can establish principles in society so that there won't be, uh, oppressive heat. There won't be too much cold. There won't be global warming. There won't be massive animal slaughter. Why are all these bad things happening? Because so many animals are being killed. If Srila Prabhupada said, even if just a small percentage of the world would become vegetarian, you would see things improve. So it's very simple. It's very simple. It's, it's, it's logical. It's Vedic. It's, it's, it's recommended in the scriptures and it's a, it's a spiritual principle. And, and we all know it's true because it's karma. What you do to others comes back to you, right? What you do to others. If you take an animal and you cut its throat to eat its flesh, you are not going to get good results. If a society maintains slaughterhouses where they're every day killing millions Millions of animals are killed every day just to satisfy people's lust for blood, for meat. You know, what, what kind of society is that? What are you, what, what, what are the results of that society? What are the results going to be of a society that decides, I, I want that other country there. I want to take over that country. So I'm going to send my troops in and fight. Or I'm going to send in spies and kill people and murder. I'm going to send in drones that drop bombs and kill people. Because it's for the security of my country or for the interest of my country or the interest of what I deem is important to my country. I can do anything I want. I can kill and murder. What is going to be the result <laughs> of such a country, of such policies, of such leadership? Chaos, right? Uh, bad karma, bad results, and we're seeing it. You know, hurricanes, we're seeing a ID Davic, ID Botic, ID Atmic. We're seeing it on all levels. People are getting sla- smashed. They're getting destroyed. It's the dark age. It's Kali Yuga. So what is the great shining light that has arisen in this dark age of Kali? Do you know, Sam, it's the book we're reading, Srimad Bhagavatam, right? The Bhagavatam has arisen to give us light in the dark ages of Kali Yuga. We have to read Srimad Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita. We have to preach it. We have to try to give it to the Jagais and Madhais who are literally right 
on the street corner who live in our own neighborhood, not far from us, are Jagais and Madhais on the highest level, murders, rapists, drug abuse, harm people that harm other people at, at a, at a, at a, at a, on a whim. This is the society we live in. And yet we think, I want to be comfortable here. I want to live here. I want to, st- I want to have a great life here as long as I can. You know, I, I, I'm not sure about this afterlife thing. I believe in it. But, you know, right now I got what I got. And, and I'd like to have more. And I'd like to enjoy what I can. But enjoying what? What is the reality? You know, if we don't look at the reality of the world and see what is actually really around us, then we're lunatics. If we don't accept this is not a nice place to be. This is, you know, no matter how good you have it or you think, I, I, I'm the one percent who has it really great in this country or five percent or ten percent. I'm in the upper twenty percent. I'm in the upper fifty percent. So it's not so bad. Yeah. I, if I was in the, 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 the low end, yeah, I'm suffering. I'd hate it. I'll, I'll be really Christian conscious if I'm really, really suffering. Is that what it's going to take? Krishna has to uh, throw you into poverty, throw you into difficulties, throw even worse difficulties. We already already have difficulties. We need worse. Do we need worse to make us realize? No, I want to follow this Christian conscious movement, and I should actually accept what I'm reading. I should actually believe it, you know, and stop trying to enjoy the material energy. Stop trying to make deals with Maya. Stop trying. Stop letting Maya get so many footholds. Get a little tiny, you know, when you try to slam a door, you know, you're trying to, to keep out a, a mosquito or a who knows what. Something that's trying to get in your house and you try to slam that door and something puts a foot in, right? You can't close the door. <laughs> that's Maya. Maya gets her tentacle in. Maya gets a foot in the door if you let her. And then when Maya comes in, very difficult to get Maya back out again. We've, we've, we've spent our lifetime chanting Hare Krishna, following the scriptures. Don't, don't let Maya creep back in. Don't let her slip back in. Because she's just there waiting to do that. That's Maya's job. And Maya's job is to be a good prison keeper and keep the prisoners in the prison. Especially when the prisoners don't want to leave. Because the prisoners want to try to enjoy themselves. So guess what? If you do that, you're not going to get out of the prison. You know, Maya is going to keep you in the material world. And despite your good fortune of meeting the devotees and chanting Hare Krishna, you might not get out of here. So let's get serious about it. Let's get more serious about it. Let's remember what is the actual goal of life. Get up early. Chant your rounds. Come to the temple. And of course... I'm preaching to myself because this is what I need to do more and and take things more seriously and be more Krishna conscious. It's it's it it it's very clear and we hear it again and again and again and again but after the 500th time I hear the same thing a little bit more finally goes in and a little bit more of a light bulb goes off. Oh right. This is this is really what it's about. It's really, and, and getting older helps, right? <laughs> Any of us here are getting a little older. Your bodies start to atrophy. Your bodies don't do what they did before. You can't eat like you did when you were younger. You can't play like you did when you were younger. You can't 
you can't function like you did when you're younger. The body doesn't accept it because the body's getting ready to shut down. The body is a machine. It's a marvelous machine. And so it's, 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 it, but it, it does have a shelf life. It does have a termination date. Your body will terminate on this date based on your karma, your past. And so, uh, we just don't, we, but we don't believe that. How many people do we have to see around us leave their bodies? Kardama Muni has left. So many devotees have left. We've seen them here in the Dallas temple. Since I've been here, my time here, dozen devotees have left their bodies since just since the time i've been here do i see that and and does it make me get more serious well yeah i see it and i try but no then i'm like oh, i can do this you know maya sneaks in and says no don't you know just go do this you know you, you can do it later chant your rounds later read later be krishna conscious later you know preach later go on harinam later 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 till so it's so late your body's dying, you haven't done anything. You're not Krishna conscious. Srila Prabhupada and Lord Chaitanya, they came to deliver this message. And we have to become expert in the, the scriptures in order to give it to others. And if we try sincerely to give it to others, then we get it. We, we get it as our, our own, uh, our own, uh, asset, our own undeniable, uh, uh, thing in our heart, jewel in our heart. Sri Prabhupada said, I think it was if you, if you quote a scripture five or maybe ten times, he come, he said it becomes your permanent asset. It becomes yours. When you quote it five times, ten times, you, you, you're trying to give that, you get it. The more you give Krishna, the more you get Krishna. This is how we please Krishna. This is, this is what Krishna wants. This is our duty. We, our duty is not just to save ourselves. You know? And have a good life and have a comfortable life and say, well, I'm a devotee, so I, 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 I'm tired of living in this neighborhood. I'm going to get a better house, live somewhere else where I can relax and just, you know, be Krishna conscious on my own. I don't need devotees. You're not going to, you're not going to be as Krishna conscious. You're not going to be propelling yourself forward if you don't keep yourself in the fire, in the difficulty, in, cause you're going to have difficulties. Say, okay, I've moved away. Well, you're going to have difficulties where you move. It's going to be difficult. So you might as well have difficulties being close to the temple where you're trying and your your difficulties are more related to Krishna and the devotees. You know, it, it, and then through through those difficulties you become purified. When you inter, when you have difficulties with devotees and you interact with the devotees, that is a purifying force. Other uh, you know, other other difficulties are purifying too, but in a more you know, blunt way, right? Do we really need the blunt force, blunt force trauma as the way that we're going to accept? You know, I need the association of devotees. I need, I, 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 I want to suffer for Krishna instead of suffering for Maya. That's what it comes down to. You're going to suffer. You're going to suffer in the material world. It is there. You're going to suffer old age, disease, and death. And if you're not careful, you get another birth. So these are not, these three things are not enjoyable. Birth, old age, disease, and death. Say, well, if you get birth in a great family, but still, you gotta go in a womb again, you gotta be a baby, you gotta suffer, you gotta get illness, you might not live long. It's a horrible thing. It's, it's horrible when you think about it. But it's also wonderful because it is the, the, this is the time of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's 
Sankirtan movement. ISKCON is extant in the world. And anybody listening to this is so fortunate that they have come in contact with the Hare Krishna movement. And this gives Lord Chaitanya's mercy. If you want to understand Radha and Krishna, you must follow the teachings of Lord Chaitanya. You must get the mercy of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. If you don't, you will not understand Radha and Krishna properly. You will not get the storehouse of love of God that Lord Chaitanya came to give, that he broke open. You, and to get Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy, you must get Lord Nityananda Prabhu's mercy, Advaita Acharya, Srivas, Thakur, Gadadhar, Srivas, it, it, in a, and then in a line through the Goswamis, to the, the devotees, through the Acharyas. And we can pray to the Acharyas. You can pray to them. You never want to jump over your spiritual master and say, well, I'm going to study Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur's teachings because he was so special, so I, I don't need to read Prabhupada's books. That is a great offense, great offense to Srila Prabhupada. And you will not get any result, good result from that. You will not. I've seen it for a fact, devotees that have tried to do it, for a absolute verifiable fact. You cannot jump over the spiritual master. Now we, I, my spiritual master, Tamal Krishna Maharaj, Tamal Krishna Maharaj I, he told me, read Prabhupada's books. I'm not jumping over to Maharaj to, under, to read through the Prabhupada's books and to beg Prabhupada for his mercy and to beg Lord Tamal Krishna Maharaj for his mercy. I wouldn't have the mercy of the previous Acharyas if I didn't have the mercy of my spiritual master. He empowers us. That's why you have to have guru. You have to have guru. At least get your foot in the door. At least get inside. You know, at least get plugged in. And so your suffering becomes worth something you know otherwise you're just going to suffer it's just suffering in a material world so suffer for krishna <laughs> suffer with it with it with an eye towards wow i i can understand why i'm suffering because once krishna gets involved in your life the suffering you get is not your ordinary karma you know it's 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 what krishna sends to rectify you to help you to help you understand oh here's your problem here's what you need to work on Krishna, how many times do you have to tell me the same thing? And Krishna goes, yeah, 100, 200. You're not getting it. So I have to keep telling you. But Krishna will do it in a much nicer way than Maya will. Right? So we're so fortunate. We're reading uh, the uh, introduction to the Srimad Bhagavatam. We're going to read the beginning, the first canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam. We're starting out. At Krishna's lotus feet, right? You start out, when you look at the Lord, you don't look right at his face. Okay, maybe at first, but but then go quickly down to his feet and look up. Go from the feet and work up as a sign of respect. As a sign of, you don't just go for immediately to look at Krishna's face. As supplicants, as bhaktas, as devotees, as surrendered souls... We want to develop humility. And so we want to be the servants of the lotus feet of Radha and Krishna. So we start out at their feet and we work our way up. And so those are some thoughts that I had about the uh, these paragraphs. I didn't read a whole lot. Uh, it is a very long introduction and there's a lot more to come. But it, we will get to the first uh, <clears throat> text one soon. Do you have any questions, Sam? Uh, uh, 
Okay. Thanks for being here, Sam. Thanks for listening. And thanks to everybody that was here listening. And thanks to everybody that was listening online or with the radio. Thanks for tuning in. Please forgive any offenses. Please forgive my shortcomings as a speaker, as a devotee. I'm struggling and trying to get better and to improve. So thank you. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki. Bhakta Sam Ki. Srila Prabhupada Ki. Itai go, Premanandi. Hari Hari Bo.